podcast. We're talking about itty bitty podcast. Podcast. Very many Monday chunkies. I'm Carter. Who? I'm Doge. And I'm Jordan with three O's. Jordan with three O's. Jordan. 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 It's, his name is O'Jordan. Giordano. <laughs> Jordan Ooh. Jordan Ooh. Ooh. Jordan. <laughs> no other vowels. No You're other vowels. Three O's, J R. No other vowels. <laughs> Once uh, Wordle runs out of five-letter words, once they get all the way up to that, that old 11-letter word, that'll be a tough one. <laughs> Uh, recurring theme on this podcast on Mini Mondays is there's just a lot of content. There's a lot of TV shows to watch out yeah, there, yeah, guys. Yeah, yeah. There's so much. And, and we all watch even, all of it every week. We, now in the production quality, especially with streaming platforms that are producing their own movies and shows, you can watch a trailer and be like, I wonder when that comes out. And they're like, tomorrow <laughs> yeah. on stream for yeah. free. Yeah. Have you heard of Spiderhead? Yes. Goodness no. me. What is this? Where did this come from? What is it this? It is, is Chris it? Hemsworth. It is Miles Teller. And, and it Journey comes Smollett. out. And yes, who I love. Journey Smollett is awesome. Uh, it comes out, well, we're recording on a Thursday, the 16th sure. of June. It comes out on the 17th, Doge, so it comes out tomorrow. By Amazing. the time this episode releases, this movie will have already been out. Will I have seen it? It's possible. Uh, because it looks really interesting. It's your classic... We're going to do some hyper-technological chemistry tests on prisoners, because why not? You know, it's like that nice uh, line of narrative there. And we have, I think it's something to do with controlling their feelings of love. Like they found out a way to make people feel love outside of just listening to this podcast, which would have been easier, but not as good as a movie. Well, they um, asked for they asked for rights, and we wouldn't give it. Feels to like them. we should have said rights. yes at this point. Yeah. You know, they asked for mm-hmm. rights. Hulu will be streaming a biopic on Marilyn Monroe called Blonde. Uh, there were some, yes, there were some still shots of her as Marilyn. Did you see that uh, trailer? Many many moons ago, yes, dude, and it, it works. Yeah. I. I'm in love with Anna Armas. I think yeah, a lot of people know fantastic. that. I know my wife knows that, and that's a, you know that's okay. Um, but I think it's going to be really good, and I'm down for a biopic if it's an actor that I like. But then also if it's if it's semi-fictional, which is what this is. This is very clearly from the start saying like, hey, we're just kind of playing around with the idea that maybe she was this way, and I'm sure they'll try and throw in some heaping helpings of like maybe what they think to be actual truth. At least who's producing this of. Uh, kind of her behind-the-scenes life, the mm. kind of the struggle that she's gone through. Cool. Which, from what I know, like many women in Hollywood, Marilyn Monroe was neglected a lot. Um, and so we'll see how that goes. The Elvis biopic, I'm still very excited about and still getting trailers for that. Yeah. I'm really in for that. I really, really yeah. am. Do you um, think you'll... I mean, it got a 12-minute standing ovation. That's phenomenal. At, you, you know think you'll what? stand and clap you know for 12? You know what's funny is that Maybe. I feel like every year Eight. there is some story out of Cannes that is like... Yeah, that was Dune. There's 15 minute standing ovation, and it's like, is that true? I have never liked anything that much. Yeah, it's a long time to stand I've and never just clap. Like, can you imagine? That's like a, in the one in the, minute is a long. Yeah. One minute is way ovation. longer than you. Yeah. The three minute mark. I'm looking around like, wait, 
Are we going to be done are we still? Soon? Are we still doing this right now? I don't know. Uh, guys, there's also going to be a Squid Game. So there's there were two things that we need to make sure we differentiate here. There were two different Squid Game announcements. One, yes. they are doing a season two of Squid Game. And I watched the show and I really enjoyed it. And it did set itself up for a second season. Whatever, I'm down. I think as long as it doesn't have a ton of lore and we're going past books that have already been written or something, I'm not scared about new seasons of things. And cool. we can talk maybe a little bit more of that. There's a caveat to that in the Star Wars universe, but whatever. <laughs> um, there's also going to be a Squid Game show, like reality show on Netflix. And obviously yeah. every journal is having their own fun quips of just being like, hey, but not like the real thing. <laughs> like we're not killing people. <laughs> uh, Do they I, kill people I'm, in it? I haven't seen it. Have you seen Squid Game? No, it's a spoiler. Oh, sorry. Yeah, they kill people in that. Yeah. Yeah. The squids. The squids do. I mean, I know it's already been out for six or seven months. But any I any modern TV task. show. People yeah. die. People die all the time, dude. It's like, oh, great. Oh, this looks fun. It's a chemistry professor. Wait, what? Yeah. Dead people. You know, it's just... The body count in Taskmaster is what's really been shocking me lately. Yeah. We talked a lot about Redwall last week, and it has a crazy <laughs> body count. Thousands. Hey, when does the Redwall show come out? There's that, a Redwall show I don't think, on Netflix. Do we not touch that? Do we not touch maybe, that? Maybe. Yeah, maybe not. Uh, another big news is another big news. Here's one. It's plural and singular at the same time. It's kind of like uh, nope, goose and geese. There's two different ones there. What's yep. the one that's fish. fish? Fish and fishes. Fishes though. Fish. Fishes. Fishes. Fishes is a thing. Yeah. No, you can say fishes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, but fish is also um, plural. It's also a band, but that's a PH. We love Fast and Furious here. The world knows that. That is one of the pillars, the foundational pillars of Two Chunks and a Hunk is Fast and Furious. Fast yes. 10 lost its director, which is a big whoopsie because, um, oh my gosh, why can't I think of his name? Who was on board with Fast? It was and, Justin Lin, right? Yeah, Justin Just, Lin. Justin so Lin sorry. was back. Oh, he's they out? Lost, he's he's out. out, yeah. He is out. Do you know what his next project is? No. One Punch Man. Interesting. Cool. Perfect. It is interesting. And especially with anime to, I think this is supposed to be like real world, like real life adaptation. So those don't always go well. Some fails can you, end. Avatar. Some yeah. fails can end careers. Uh, even Cowboy Bebop recently did not do so hot because anime, yeah. it would be like saying, you know what? Into the Spider-Verse worked really well. Let's make that into real life. I don't think that's what it's meant for. Well, it's like, how do you cast a live action Link? Yeah. Legend of Z you know what yeah. I mean? Like it's, it's really hard. It's really hard to do. Um, but I'm, I'm interested in that. But I wanted to bring up uh, a little bit of a conversation here. I like when we can take an aside sometimes on this podcast uh, and just talk about general things in the movie business that are interesting. Uh, one of them being... We've talked about this before, too, because we have Nope coming out this summer. But Jordan Peele has done a lot of work since Get Out, but not all of it has been written and directed by him. Yeah. So Justin Lin is working on a project. Here's an, some advice I would give to the Chunkies. The director that you love, usually it's going to be a director. If it says a project when it's early talking about like IMDb and is not really giving someone like that a role, there's a likelihood they're going to be a producer, and it just means that they're in the vicinity. We don't normally know unless it comes out in media junkets how involved these creators are going to be sure. in the actual show. 
Um, I find myself having to double check that stuff all the time with directors I like a lot. Greta Gerwig has had some things like that recently. Um, which, by the way, Barbie is coming out. There's some new stills mm-hmm. for that. Still can't See that get over. See Gosling? Yes, dude. I still can't get over this cast. Someone asked me the other day if I'm into that. I'm like, yes. Uh, outside of the cast, it's Greta Gerwig. Like yeah, that, right. She is one of my favorite directors right now. And so super, super pumped for that. Let's talk a little bit about Star Wars because some of the other news that we had, and Jordan had brought this up before we started recording, Taika who had been rumored and, well, confirmed for quite some time, who was going to dabble in doing his own either series or trilogy or movie. I'm not totally sure. One of y'all might know better than I, but we saw Taika come onto the scene in the Star Wars universe early, like episode one uh, of Mandalorian. And he was one of this uh, crew of directors that we got to see Jon Favreau take through uh, the best, newest Star Wars thing that we've had and maybe will have for a long time. I would call it, I'm comfortable calling it the only good new Star Wars thing. Yeah. So uh, I am excited for Taika. I personally am excited for Taika to just do whatever and was encouraged by what he had to say, which in essence was kind of what I was clamoring for after watching the first two episodes of Obi-Wan in that let's just kind of stay in the area, like still give us sci-fi things that might have similar tools or species or planets, but just really separate ourselves from the Skywalker saga. Yes, please. How do y'all feel about Taika saying he's kind of breaking away from all of that and doing his own thing? Is there still some fatigue regardless? It's and too how do little we get too late for me. I think I'm just oh. over it. Like I'm over, Star Wars has just burned me time and time again, just as far as my tastes. Like it just has not yeah. been good in my opinion for a long time. And so- um, too little, too late. However, um, I think the only possible way you could make a Star Wars thing that I would be interested in right now is for it to have nothing to do with the Skywalkers or Vader or Tatooine or like, I don't want to see a place I've seen before or look at a person I've seen before. Yeah. Yep. And, but do you not feel like that's what he's going to do? No, if- I do. I do. Okay. I'm just saying that even that it's still probably too late for me, but I hope to be wrong. With Taika's movie, I'll believe that it exists whenever I see a trailer for it. Yeah. Or whenever I get a title announcement or a release date. Because Disney Star Wars has announced so many movies and canceled, like, at this point, all of them. None of them are in actual... None of them are in actual active development. Like, even Taika's movie is, like, not currently being developed. Yeah, Taika actually talking about it. it. Makes yeah. me feel like it's a little more real, but yeah, I agree. Like, the, yeah. it seems I mean, like there's been so Star many like, MO to be like, we're going to do this thing. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, we'll see. Great. If in yeah. six years a Taika Waititi Star Wars movie comes out, great. Cool. Great. I'll watch it. Yeah. But I'm not getting my hopes up. Speaking of the directors we like in the Disney Star Wars universe, Ryan Johnson announced the title of the next Knives Out movie and for coming to this. Netflix. Straight yeah. to Netflix. And that's kind of how they were able to do the deal, uh, which is wonderful. And it's Netflix funny. bought the next three. Mm-hmm. They ordered three more Knives Out mm-hmm. mysteries. Yeah. And I'm, listen, guys, we've talked about this. I'm so in for it because oh, the yeah. one recurring character, our Poirot, is yeah. Daniel Craig's Benoit LeBlanc. Yeah, dude. Like, so fun. Of course. It's called The Glass Onion. Okay. I didn't even care in the first place yeah. what it would be called. I'm going to go see it. But now, darn it, I'm even more intrigued and 100%. I'm ready. 
just as a review, first do of we all, think, do we think the onion's going to be a central metaphor from Benoit? Because the donut like the was center, the big, I think it's going to, yeah. what if it's every time he's yeah. talking about something that's a center of a center of a center? That was my favorite thing. I laughed so hard in the theaters and no one, or our crew laughed hard in the theaters and no one else did. Mm. Let me go to this really quick. I want to read off this cast again so that we can get excited again yeah. about this. But Knives Out, Chunkies, if you haven't seen it, it's legitimately good. I heard somebody the other day say they didn't really care for Knives Out. I and know somebody who feels like that. There's only a handful of movies out there. It's not you, right? God, no. Okay, good. There's only a handful of movies. We reviewed that for the podcast. I think we all bought the poster for yeah, that. That's a, okay. it's a yeah, it's an incredible movie. I love yeah, that. Rules. Yes. Movie rules. Ethan Hawke, who is in control yeah. of Hollywood right now. My guy is blowing back. back up. In he control. He is having a Hawkazon. Him for and sure. his lineage yeah, for are sure. taking Maya. over yep. the world. Is so Uma going to start doing stuff too? Jeez. I know. Daniel she Craig. She might be back as Poison Ivy if they keep not being able to do things with Ezra Miller because <laughs> Ezra Miller's being a butthole. Yes. Golly. Uh, one of our cast members that we don't know too well, but she's likely going to be jumping onto the scene before this even comes out, is Jessica Henwick, but she's the third credited person right now. Be on the lookout for her if you need to have some kind of audition in your mind if she's worthy for this Ryan Johnson mystery thriller comedy. Uh, the Gray Man, which is the movie that's coming out yeah. that has Gosling, is going to have her in a pretty prominent role. It's, so Jessica it's the Russo Henwick, Bros, right? Yes. Remember the name, Jessica Henwick. Obviously, Catherine Hahn. We knew about this. Yeah. Edward Norton. Cool. Dave Bautista. Cool. Kate Hudson. Cool. Janelle Monet. Cool. Leslie Odom Jr. Cool. So it's So he's just kind of, yeah, kind of continuing the MO of this series of just let me build yeah. the strangest but best ensemble cast. And it, yeah, it is very Agatha Christie. But the thing here is yeah. like it's, I feel like what Ryan Johnson gets to do and what Agatha Christie didn't get to do was basically base this off of people he could go ask to play immediately. Yeah, yeah. I think that's the beauty of Knives Out. I'm such a character-driven uh, movie watcher and enjoyer, and Knives Out is just rich with it, dense oh, yeah. with it. Something else that is dense is the amount of ads that you're going to hear in the next three, two, one. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Welcome back. A couple things I want to do. First, I want to talk Miss Marvel. Today, it's I actually get to talk Miss Marvel. <sighs> yeah. I had to apologize last week. I missed out because there was just a lot going on, and lo and behold... The one who stands true, the island yes. on this Two Chunks podcast yes. that has not yet missed. No surprise, Jordan Wonders gets to talk about this with me, but Doge, we're going to have yeah. to ask you. He's a moving boy, you know. I was going to try and rhyme with moving boy and turn it into skater boy. It's just not going to yeah. happen. It's just not going to happen. Said, see, she said, see you moving boy. No, it's the and same. You can't rhyme moving He wasn't boy. moved enough for her. Uh, yeah. Now, now he's it's a moving, to make sense. Now he's a moving star. Now he's a moving star. How now long? How it. long is one allowed to use the moving excuse? Just asking. 
Do you yeah. see my office right? Look at this. That was does this so look like loaded. the office of a boy? <laughs> does this does this look like the office of a man who can stop down and watch an episode of television? I no, think of not. course it doesn't. Of course it doesn't. Uh, instead of taking my headphones out, I'm going to push the mute key on my keyboard because I am tech savvy. Wow. Three, two, that. One. He's got a key for it. Three, two, one, and I'm out. Wow. It's right next to his trash can chicken key. Wow. I've seen that one at, That's at crazy. Work. It's pretty cool. It's crazy. Um, I like it a lot. Yeah. I am, I'm enjoying Miss Marvel. It is equal parts. Uh, Scott Pilgrim, it is equal parts. Yes, it's Lizzie McGuire. Scott Pilgrim. Uh, and it makes me feel like old Disney days of really what felt like one of Dizzy's first um, dive, doves, delves, mm-hmm. delving into um, any kind of religion outside of like Christianity and Irish potatoes uh, <laughs> with Bend It Like Beckham. Sure. It feels a lot like that. Was that a Disney movie? That was a Disney okay. movie. Yeah. No, yeah, I, I, I agree. It feels, um, I don't know. It, I think it is always special when we can write a story that is specifically prioritizing representation while also being true to um, what the lived experience of that person in their time would be. So like what I mean by that is like when we're making a show about a young teenage Muslim girl in New Jersey in modern day, it seems to be very respectful and pretty honest about what that experience looks like. Yeah. And I find that very interesting, very endearing, and like weirdly important sometimes. Yeah. And so Can I, say, uh, I like it. One of my favorite things right now, I think there's some obvious things that are fun. It's the eye candy. This is a really oh, fun. Oh, dude, it is good to look at. Like frenetic show. Yes. It's a blast. And the way that they've even kind of uh, brought to screen Miss Marvel's powers, mm-hmm. which anytime, even a, even a comic book head, when you ask about what she can do, it's kind of hard to explain. Um, so I think the way that they are showing this, it's a blast. I love the little lily pads she made to jump around. I love the struggle that she's having <laughs> with finding out how to even use these in the first place. It all looks cool. Mm-hmm. I think my favorite thing, though, is her family. This feels way more like just a family sitcom where one of them is a superhero than a superhero show that talks about the dynamics of this hero's family. Yeah, I agree. Um, which... Another thing, like a big worry that I had going into Miss Marvel is how are they just straight up going to rip the the story beats of Peter Parker? Mm-hmm. Um, I don't feel like it's like that at all. It um, feels like if the girl from Booksmart had superpowers. Yeah. Yeah, we've had, that's brilliant. We've had more time with uh, Kamala's family than I think we've had in all of the times of Uncle Ben and Aunt May with Peter yes. Parker at every iteration. Because yes. we just get a little bit, and then obviously we got a lot of Ms. Marissa Tomei, but, you know, too little too When late, something spoiler. inevitably happens to or around one of her parents, I'm going to be very devastated. They're clearly building yeah. up, like, some tension. They're so sweet. And some the love. The dad dresses the Hulk. Yeah, so wow, good. How fun. So, so incredibly good. charming. But it's, it is really... Really good. I'm enjoying it. It's a six-episode season? I believe so, yeah. And yeah. Uh, episode two- It's a good pace. Episode two is, uh, yeah, I agree, paced really well. Um, delivers up some juicy promises that we might get to see fulfilled. Um, I, it, you know, it's not my favorite Marvel show, but it's also currently yeah, it's not my least favorite Marvel show. There you go. Do you think Brie Larson will be in this show? No, I don't. Yeah, I don't I think I, I don't thought. Think I think I did at one point, but I don't think so. 
I don't think she should. I think they should save that meetup for a movie if they want to. Yeah, I agree. Which our our lead actress here is is great. Yeah, she's yeah, so, I like her a lot. She's so so fun. charming. Sure talked about that. Incredibly charming. This whole show. That's such a good word uh, for the show in general. But uh, we can get Doge back. Here he comes. Welcome back. Yeah. Thanks. Wow. And then Glad she that dies. You're back. So yeah, no, it's pretty nuts. Jordan, are you going to skip next week? Are you going to use up your your pass? No, I'll week? probably just watch all the stuff I'm supposed to watch for our show. <laughs> yeah, that seems good. That's the way we the, usually do it. The perfect member of this podcast to deliver a line like that, like just truthful, <laughs> but a little bit, a little stabby. Um, uh, Doge, I wanted to tell you, it, it does feel like we have a character. So our friend uh, Kamala's friend, uh, who I think likes her, yeah, um, Bruno. 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 Yeah. I love do we Bruno. talk? We do talk about it. We will go ahead and do that. We do talk about it. Um, Thanks, mom. He feels like the <laughs> kind of guy. And now what do the- we do about Bruno, kids? We <laughs> 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 did so deep. I choked on just air. Um, he really feels like the guy in the chair mm-hmm. kind of vibe. Yeah. I think I can totally see him end up being a Q or what's Peter's friend? Ned. Ned. Doge, I think if you were in a coming-of-age Marvel show, you're a great guy in the chair. You are a good guy Thanks. in the chair. I could yeah, totally I see, I could see Are you that. okay with that role? Do Absolutely. You like that? Yeah, that's awesome. Can we also talk about how Jordan is Eddie on <laughs> Stranger Things <laughs> yeah, Season 4? Absolutely, 100%. Absolutely, a hundred. My favorite new even, character. By I know. A I wasn't mile. even afraid I was going to offend you. It was no, just like, not at all. How big? Because that's, that's a little get, chat we had say. in our Discord, which you can be a part of if you go to Patreon. Why don't you come on over, huh? This guy. Yeah, always I love. I love. Always be close. Eddie. ABC Jordan. <laughs> I love Eddie. So from the first speech in the cafeteria, have I loved yeah. Eddie? Yeah, Eddie's yeah. great. Yeah, very much so. Uh, he reminds me of the quick. bully from, like his face reminds me of the bully from Max Keeble's big move. I had to look it up to see if it was him. 100%. Wow. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, I uh, There are some new movies coming out, obviously, always. Uh, we do have a certified fresh for light year already. Mm, cool. Um, and so they're basically saying like, hey, they feel like they could have done more with the story, but it's solid. Great action flick. Awesome animation. Do you want my guess? Um, Do you want my guess about Lightyear? Hmm. It's going to be the most meh movie any of us have ever seen. The safest, most 6.5 out of 10 movie. <laughs> it's at a 79% right now on Rotten yeah. Tomatoes. Yeah. Certified Fresh. It's it like might go up a little bit. I've, you know it's at 100% on Rotten Tomatoes? Talk to me. Mm. It's a Kirk Cameron's Presents flick. Excuse <laughs> The Homeschool Awakening. No. Oh, no. The Homeschooling no. is taking over America. I wouldn't say no. I think about half of our listenership Kirk. is homeschooled. No, I'm, Kirk. I'm, I'm knowing Kirk. Oh, that is Kirk I'm Cameron. Knowing that Kirk. Is Kirk Cameron. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm giving yeah, yeah, a no to fine. Kirk. I, I don't want to know fine. homeschool. I do just want to say it's okay to go meet some other yeah. humans. Yeah. You can be Before homeschooled. Play, just talk to other people a little bit. Yeah, that's fine. Before we play a game, I can't pitch enough. Uh, another thing that'll come straight to stream, uh, Prey. Please, Ooh. please go see the trailers yeah. for Prey. Look at trailers. So I saw the great. second trailer. You saw where the mask. Get to see, yeah, yes. Primitive, primitive. Uh, yeah, Predator mask. Uh, it looks phenomenal. so good. Here's something about. Here's something about me. I wish it was entirely subtitled. I wish. It, I wish they were not speaking English. Oh yeah, no, mm. I had the same thought. That would be very, very apocalypto. 
Yeah. JK, that movie was weird. Is, Have y'all seen Apocalypse? Is that Melly Gibbs? Yeah. Yeah, no, I never saw it. No. Okay. Uh, what I would like to do today, because this, I almost decided not to, but one of my favorite things about the dynamic of the three of us specifically is when we find something we enjoy, we just keep doing it. <laughs> that is Hence true. this podcast. You know what I'm saying? Like we're still here. Yeah. We're still doing all this stuff. It is, it is still very wild to me that this is normal. I know that every week I'm going to sit down and talk to the two of you and kind of riff about a few things, talk about movies. And I've done this for four years, four and a half Yeah, years. that's pretty crazy. What a gift. Thank you, Chunkies. Um, I would like to, I want to play 22 again. I want to play okay. this game. No, that's not what it's called. That's not what it's called. Again with you guys. What did we end up calling it? It's Jolf. called Jolf. Jolf. Of it's course, it's the name of Jolf. our mini Monday episode. Yes, with let's three lowercase J's. Let's play some Jolf today. If y'all haven't heard of Jolf, it's taking over the I movie. Didn't I didn't realize it was a soft J. It's taking over the TV and film world. It's, it's, it's of, Jolf of podcasting like right now. Jolf. 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 Hans. Jolf. Jean Valjolf. We're going to play some Jolf today. What happens is each of these boys have 22 points that they get to play with here, but they're trying to stay uh, as close as possible to the actual critic rating. And we'll, we might bounce back and forth today. The actual critic rating of a movie on Rotten Tomatoes. So if something was 100% and Jordan guessed 90%, he would still have 12 points left to play with. We try and get as many movies guessed within those 22 allotted points uh, uh, as possible. And whoever goes over first loses. If they both go over on the same guess, it's whoever has the least amount of points left. Are you ready? Mm -hmm. 100%. Our, uh, we're kind of... That's his guess. He locked in his first That's guess. That's not my guess. That's not my guess. No. <laughs> we're one-to-one -one for you guys. Yeah. We played oh, twice last that. time, but it's because we got bamboozled by... Morbius, <laughs> because it was way worse than we thought. But the theme today- No, it wasn't Morbius. It was Hook. Hook? Oh my gosh, yeah. Because that was, was ridiculous. Hook. Yeah. The theme today for- Mark Wahlberg I often get those- For the third week in a row. Yeah. Oh my gosh, yeah. Oh wow, look at that. The theme today for Joff is Cinderella. There's been a lot of movies- Oh, very good. Cinderella flavored, okay? And we've got one that we're reviewing tomorrow- as our second installment of the Summer of Love. Did y'all actually look at the critics' rating of a Cinderella story? I did not. No. no. Perfect. So we'll start there. Oh, I think Jess may have told me. Did she? Is it too I on don't, the brain? Do we not want to do it then? I think she told me IMDB. I don't know if she told me Rotten Tomatoes. It would have been a percentage. She did say a percentage. I okay, do know. So we, okay, we're not going to move on. I okay. will let you know it's 12%. I was about to say, it's in the teens. Yeah. It's 12 It's Once it's close enough to milk, it's not a good movie. Right. Um <laughs> Oh, gosh. <laughs> We're going to actually do... Oh, my gosh. It's so hard to type Cinderella, and there's a million options here. Here's what I would like to do, though. The very first live-action attempt that Disney had... Wait, Brandy? Was... Ooh, ooh. Sorry. In their rebrand oh. when they were coming in. We will do the Brandy one. Okay. That's not if Disney, we can though, that huh? Far. Is it not Disney? I don't think that's Disney. I think it had to it be, was. didn't it? Yeah. yeah. I'm pretty sure. No way. The Hammerstein, Rogers Hammerstein? Yeah, that's not Disney. Okay, okay. We'll get and there. neither is this. I mean, the Hillary Duff one's not Disney, is it? 
Because Disney doesn't Disney didn't yeah, write this Cinderella. Wasn't Disney. This was 20th Century Fox. Yeah. I think it was Disney just one. made a version of Cinderella, but anybody can make like we could make this a Cinderella. This was Disney though. What I'm about to do, what okay. I'm about to talk about was Disney. It was the one directed by Kenneth Branagh that was released in 2015. Cinderella. Lily James, right? C. Correct. With Lily James. Uh, Cinderella. Okay. We're going to do the critics score. Anybody want to guess first? 43. 55%. We will have to play again because I started yeah. with another one that you had no idea, which okay, is so cool. fun. But the critic score for Cinderella was 84%. That movie was Whoa. certified fresh on Flickster, on Rotten Tomatoes. So this first practice round ends with a yeah. Jordan win at negative 29, <laughs> Doge with negative 41. Yeah, okay. So let's go to Cinderella Man. Russell Crowe boxing movie. Okay. Doge guessed first last time. Jordan, would you like to guess first? And here's what I'm going to do, Jordan. I'm going to let you decide whether it's critics or audience score that we play off of here. Critics score? Home court. Critics score. Yeah. 79%. 73. The actual score, the critics score for Cinderella Man was 80%. Jordan with a gorgeous shot. Wow. Ooh. Down the right side of the far, far way. Down far the right way. side of the far way here in Jolf. Only loses one point. It is at 21. Doge is at 15. He was only seven off, which is still a great score for a movie. But Jordan with a pretty hot lead mm. here. Our next Cinderella-esque movie will be the movie Ever After. Okay. Ever after. I've never seen Starring this, so I'm Drew just going to be Barrymore. shooting from the hip. Okay. okay. A Cinderella story. Ever after, a Cinderella story. Doge, you can go first. Do you want to go to the critics or audience score? Critic. Okay. 62. I've also never seen this. This is a total guess. Jordan? 50%. Critics love that 91%. Whoa. On Rotten Tomatoes. Never seen Doge's it in my score life. goes to negative 14. Jordan's score goes to negative 20. If I may be so bold, movies, we've, do movies, you've movies seen? we've both seen would be a lot easier to take an accurate guess at. Okay. Yeah. I mean, we're still building the game. That feels more fun. Have you both seen the Brandy Cinderella? I have. Doge? I have not. So, can't do that one. I'm um, fine. I'm, I'm okay. I'm completely fine to keep swinging and swinging and swinging. It, to me, it's just not fun to be like, I don't know, it sounds like a movie that people might like. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> I feel that, I feel that. You know, it's hard to play the game when it's like, I don't know, some people don't like Drew Barrymore. You some tell people me. Do. <laughs> yeah, I feel that, I feel that. So, how about, have y'all have y'all both seen... So the, act, the the other Cinderella, the Disney Cinderella, the cartoon Cinderella, mm -hmm. is too old to even be featured here. Have you both seen the Camilla Cabello Cinderella that came out? No, but uh, I can go off no, of my I, wife's uh, thoughts. 
I've got my finger on the pulse of the people with that one because <laughs> okay. isn't so James, you going, isn't James so you, Corden in it? Yes, he is. Zero so, percent. <laughs> so then, Doge, it's going to be you starting again. Okay. Do you want it to be the people or the critics? Critics. Okay. What do let you me, think? Let me eviscerate this is man the game in the movie not that he's over in. based on our last set of guesses? By the way, uh, I eliminated it because we're we're still kind of working through got it. it. Got it. It's not over. We're still at twenty-one to fifteen. Okay. Jordan in the lead. Okay. Excellent. Excellent. Twenty-seven percent. <laughs> That's a, probably a pretty fair guess. Um, I'll be a little more favorable, and I'm going to say thirty-three percent. What would you give James Corden himself, though? Dude, Critics I cannot approval. stand my approval rating James of him Corden. would be somewhere around a 0.5. Because he looks, my friend Adam looks a lot like him. So I love him a little bit because of <laughs> so that. So I, yeah. I love Adam. Doge, so maybe you said. His genes. What did 27? you say? I said 27. 27%. It was actually 42%. Meaning it was 15 off and put you at zero. Jordan, which that's going to bring up an interesting conversation. Jordan only loses nine points. So he's at 13. I'm not out Do yet. We, I'm not Do out we yet. say he's not out yet if he's if at zero? If I can zero? get the next one exactly right. So okay. I'm not I, out yet. I would, I would say that zero is no strokes left because of zero. <laughs> but let's play it how we want to play it, I would say. Let's play it how, let's play it how we want to play it. Then let's just completely but throw I, it for a Just like here. if you're saying, Jordan, how many strokes are left when you have zero strokes? I would say zero strokes are left. Uh, Jordan, give me a letter. Hmm. M. Doge, give me a vowel. U. It's going to be Mulan. Here we go. <laughs> we need to find one that y'all have seen. We have already know about that. We already know about that. Hold up, hold up. M-U. Move. Yeah, that's how you spell movies. Here. You're going to get a ton of re results here. <laughs> <laughs> Multiverse of Madness is actually what came up, so we're not going to do that. Uh, I'm going to throw in my... Oh, listeners, my... I saw everything everywhere all at once. It is the true yeah. multiverse of madness. That movie slaps. Uh, okay. I'm going to say, I'm going to call it a 9.5 out of 10 until I watch it again and probably end up just saying it's perfect. Yep. Yep. Uh, you know what? We talked about Prey. We've watched Predator. Mm -hmm. Let's do Predator 2. Oh, fun. Predator D. D part D. Which would be quite a flex if Doge can get perfectly. This was January 1st of 1990. Jordan, you'll go first. Do you want to go judged off the audience score or off of the critic score? I'd like to go off of the critic score, Carter. Very well then. What say ye? Mm, 29. Doge? For critics, huh? 34. It was 30%. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Jordan was Man, one I'm off. Ends up at 12. Doge at negative four. Tapped if he into the 30, he would have stream. stayed alive. Tapped into the slipstream to end today's episode. I want you to give me your name. And You may have it. Thank you. And now you'll call my me. name. Now you'll call me by that. Uh, here's what I'd like from you. I'd love your name, 
And then I want to tell you, I want you to tell me, <laughs> give me, give me like an exotic sandwich off the dome that you've never had before that you would try. You can make it up. Ooh. I'm uh, Carter. Oh, okay. And I would love a sandwich that kind of tasted like like a lemon pepper baked wing Ooh. in some way. Ooh. So that's probably happening really with just the rub of whatever we're putting on some like thinly sliced chicken. Um, I'm guessing the bread is toasted here and buttered. Um, so there's going to be some grease. There's going to be some pop, but it's going to be lighter than the feeling of maybe eating like a buffalo wing, like buffalo sauce, because we do have the dry dry rub vibe. But I would love that. And probably really thin smattering of uh, kind of a ranch dressing situation. So it does taste like I've already dipped it. Mm, yeah. Uh, in the in, in la ranche. Mm, in la ranche. I'm Doge. Off the top of the dome, here's my new sandwich I'm inventing. Toasted rye bread on the bottom. Do we like rye? Do you guys like rye bread? Mm-hmm. We can go I'm pumpernickel. Mm-hmm. Pumpernickel or rye? I would prefer it's rye not for me. over it's pumpernickel. Let's do toasted rye bread on the bottom. A very thin layer of dried and then slightly grilled or charred mandarin oranges. Shrimp. A Thai, a thin bit of Thai peanut dressing. Like Thai, like, you know what I'm talking about? Like a, like a, a basil, uh, like rosemary vinaigrette Thai situation. Okay. Sun-dried tomatoes. And then a small amount of, not overly soupy, but slightly dry, coleslaw, rye bread on top. It's a Thai shrimp sandwich. I got it. It's a th- Have you ever had a shrimp sandwich? Not a po' boy. I would not put it, so. yes. I would not put it on rye because now your sandwich sounds real dry. I'm, no, it's got the vinaigrette on it. Yeah, I'm the, just like, saying really, like, rye, peanut, peanut rye, oily vinaigrette. Rye's for a sloppy sando. Sure, and it's got wet shrimp on it. <laughs> <laughs> wet shrimp. Hey, the way, hey, I like the way wet shrimp. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I forgot to say. God. I forgot to say wet shrimp. Mm, I guess I'm yeah, back these in. shrimp. The shrimp on this sandwich grew up in the water. I'm back. They're in. not land shrimp. Yeah. I'm Jordan. Have you guys seen the TikTok of the guy that rolls a D20 to create a sandwich? No. It's really, really wonderful. He's got these different sheets and he'll, he rolls for bread and then he rolls for protein and then he rolls for, he does like a wild card page, which is like random stuff. And then he rolls for like sauce and like all these different things. And some of the options are butter the bread, toast it, and then roll again. Some of the options are roll two proteins instead. Like he's got all these different variables and he makes the sandwich and rates it. There's also another guy I follow who his whole thing is he takes whatever he has available and just makes a burrito out of it. So he'll be like, cool. He'll be like, yesterday we had, you know, pot roast and, you know, whatever sides. And today I got leftovers. So I'm going to make a burrito. So I'm going to take some inspiration from both of these that I've seen recently. Love it. I'm going to take some sourdough bread, cold, no toast. I'm going to take one piece of this sourdough bread, crunchy peanut butter. The other piece of this sourdough bread, that's going to be some goat cheese. I'm going to take some, uh, I'm going to take some smoked, like the sweet, like the honey baked ham, like the thick cut yeah. ham. Yeah, the big boy. I'm going to put some of that. Ooh, wild child. I'm going to put some of that on top with some um, spicy, like Thai chili sauce. 
some hot so honey. Ha- so you have some, so you have like some kind of Thai flavors in mm-hmm. it? Some hot honey. I'm going to take some mm-hmm. uh, cucumber slices and stick yeah. these in here for some cool, vaguely sweet crunch. So far, it's it's sort of pad Thai ish. Yeah, with so the that, peanut butter and the meat and the yeah, cucumber. Yeah. yeah, that's kind of what that's kind of what he was saying. Is like I accidentally have made like a pad Thai. No wait, no. Amazing. Is this your creation or? His? I have combined elements of the burrito man and elements of mm-hmm. the sandwich man, and I have put them together because I believe the sandwich man accidentally rolled a sandwich with no meat in it of any kind. Nah, I'm not interested yeah. in that sandwich. So, yeah. yeah, I've taken a little bit out of both. And then I am going to finish it off with um, a sprinkling of those those crunchy uh, onion straw things that you can get in, yeah. like, you know what I'm talking about? The, like, yeah. little fried onions for a salad. So that's about. sort of my, and now I really want that, actually. A bur- you really want that Brandwich. Yeah, I really do. <laughs> Sounds awesome. Gotta have my Brandwich. Get your hands off my Brandwich. You got some burrito in my sandwich. You got your sandwich in my burrito. Burrito, which is part of a healthy, balanced breakfast. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.